In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to Sunday Celebration of Mass. This is the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. Welcome, obviously, to all of, us, all of you that are joining uh, the Mass in this online way. Uh, and I know that many of you uh, from all sorts of different places are, are joining us uh, from different countries, uh, different places uh, other than Canvas Lang. So very welcome uh, today to the celebration of Mass. The Mass itself is offered for Mary McLaughlin, a great friend of mine who died a year ago and uh, especially offer this Mass for her. Uh, and also for the consolation of our family as well. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you own are the Holy One, you own are the Lord, you own are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts to Shebna, the master of the palace, I dismiss you from your office. I remove you from your post. And the same day I call on my servant Eliakim, son of Hika. I invest him with your robe, gird him with your sash, entrust him with your authority, and he shall be a father. To the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. I place the key of the house of David on his shoulder. Should he open, no one shall close. Should he close, no one shall open. I drive him like a pig into a firm place. He will become a throne of glory for his father's house. The word of the Lord. Your love, O Lord, is eternal. Discard not the work of your hands. I thank you, Lord, with all my heart. 
You have heard the words of my mouth. Before the angels I will bless you. I will adore before your holy temple. I thank you for your faithfulness and love, which excel all we ever knew of you. On the day I called, you answered. You increased the strength of my soul. The Lord is high, yet he looks on the lowly, and the haughty he knows from afar. Your love, O Lord, is eternal. Discard not the work of your hands. A reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. How rich are the depths of God! How deep his wisdom and knowledge! And how impossible to penetrate his motives or understand his methods! Who could ever know the mind of the Lord? Who could ever be his counsellor? Who could ever give him anything or lend him anything? All that exists comes from him. All is by him and for him. To him be glory forever. Amen. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he said, Who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. Then he gave the disciples strict orders not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, that reading from the Gospel, I suppose, always makes us think of those people down through the centuries who have become the Bishop of Rome and the Pope. It is a simple belief that we carry around with us that what was given to Peter is also given to his successors, those keys of the Kingdom of God, and of course to be that person, that rock in which the Church is built and stands firm. The ministry and the authority, we believe, of St Peter goes on in the life of the Church through that particular person. St Peter himself, as you probably know, was first of all the Bishop of Antioch, but then became the Bishop of Rome. 
and it is at Rome that he was put to death. The site of his tomb is believed to be where the Basilica of St Peter's stands. The Emperor Constantine, the first Christian Emperor, built the Church of St Peter's there and when the Constantine Basilica uh, collapsed or was falling down, uh, about a thousand years later a new one was built in the 16th century and that's the one that we see today. The present Pope, Pope Francis, is one of 266 people who have held this particular office. They have of course come from different countries, mainly from Italy, 217, 16 from France, 7 from Germany, 5 from Syria, 4 from Greece, 3 from the Holy Land, 2 from Croatia, Turkey, Spain and Portugal, 1 from England, Holland, Argentina, Poland, Libya, Tunisia and Algeria. None sadly yet from Scotland. In previous times for a thousand years, the Pope, strange enough for us, was elected not by the College of Cardinals, but elected by the acclamation of the people of Rome. Priests chose from certain candidates and they would have acclaimed them and then the priests presented uh, the candidate to the people who would have to acclaim that person. In the year 1059, Pope Nicholas made it that only cardinals elected the Pope, but even these had to receive the assent of the clergy and the people of the Church at Rome. But gradually that right was taken away. The number of cardinals was generally small, and an election could take, believe it or not, months and even years. It was decided and decreed that after a certain length of time that the food that was sent into the cardinals would be reduced. They would be starved, if you like, into making a decision. And it's even recorded that on one occasion the crowd was so angry that they removed the roof of the building that the cardinals were in to hurry them along. So long were they taken. Conclaves, as you know yourself, have not always been queen businesses. Rival nations have competed to get their candidates elected. Money has passed hands to get the elected, uh, the person elected, and of course promises were given in return too. Even at the beginning of the 20th century, believe it or not, uh, the Austrian Emperor vetoed a cardinal uh, and a candidate that was on the verge of becoming Pope. Different popes have set out different constitutions for the election of their successors. Strange enough, in one of these constitu constitutions it says only a Catholic can become pope and atheists can never be popes. People outside of the College of Cardinals, pope, priest, uh, 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 outside the College of Cardinals uh, can become uh, a pope. A priest, a bishop and even a layperson although this happened uh, as far back as the year 1378. The person who is elected must be elected by a two-thirds majority. Today, the constitution for the election of popes uh, allows the cardinals to come uh, and gives them plenty of time. Certain responsibilities that are then assumed 
by the College of Cardinals and the death of the Pope. On the, his death, the Cardinal in charge uh, calls out to the Pope, who's on his uh, deathbed, three times. Previously, he struck him on the head three times with a gold ornamental hammer and called out his name to be sure that he wasn't in actual fact dead. Then his ring itself, by tradition, is broken. In previous times, the cardinals were expected to stay in makeshift uh, areas around the Sistine Chapel and were locked in. Absolute secrecy is maintained. Anyone breaking that secrecy can be excommunicated. One vote uh, may take place on the first day of the election itself. The following days, two votes may be take, take place in the morning, two votes in the afternoon. If no one is elected on the third day, they stop for a day of prayer and reflection. After another seven ballots, if no one is elected, they have another day of reflection, and after that, another seven ballots. And the one, uh, if one is not elected by that stage, then the two candidates who have the most votes have a runoff election. A two-thirds majority is still needed. At the end of each of the votes, the papers are burned and smoke comes out, as you know, of the chimney on top of the Sistine Chapel. This has only been done strange enough since the 19th century. Smoke coming out means that there's no election. No smoke coming out meant that there had been an election. But it's only since 1914 that black smoke indicated no election and white smoke uh, indicated that a Pope had in actual fact been elected. The person who is Pope uh, is asked if they accept their election and they are free, free uh, not to accept. And if the person himself is not a bishop, they must be ordained immediately before their election can in actual fact be announced. Directly after a Pope is elected, he is taken to a small room off the Sistine Chapel called the Room of Tears. It's in this room which is set before him the white satan that he will wear, the petal cross and the ring. There are three satans laid out, one large, one medium and one small. It has been known in the past that the large one is sometimes not large enough for the new Pope and the other one not small enough for the new Pope either. Buttons have to be left open. Pins are needed to hitch it up. It's called the Room of Tears because in this moment there might be many tears for the one who's been elected. They're then taken to the lodger or to the balcony where the ancient acclamation of the people of Rome can take place. It's a long way, isn't it, from the simple fisherman who was called by the Lord with his friends to follow him. Some popes in the past have acted as princes, wore crowns, led armies into battle, called for crusades. The weight of history is on this office, and it is a complicated office in which there are spiritual and worldly things to be decided. It needs a great spiritual person to take it on and to carry those heavy keys. Today we remember in our prayers Pope Francis, a Pope dedicated in many ways to poor people throughout the world. 
hears very often their voice. A Pope points the church also in a different direction, who makes us think differently about ourselves and what we should be about. Not a comfortable or easy Christianity, but a challenging Christianity. Today we ask God to protect him, to guide him and strengthen him in all he does. He who is Peter and he who has been given these heavy keys to carry in his life. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With great confidence we make our prayers to our Heavenly Father. For people who are migrants, that they may be safe as they travel to new lands and seek a new home. For the places around the world where the virus has broken out again, for the safety and health of all peoples in these days. And for those who have returned to schools, that their education may continue. For all those worried about returning to their jobs, that their work and their livelihood may indeed be secure. And for a deeper confidence in prayer that brings peace to our hearts. And for all who have died and all that we're asked to remember, Ellen Evans, Ellen Donnelly and Margaret Quinn. Heavenly Father, we ask you to listen to our prayers today that we make with great confidence through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O Lord, who gain for yourself a people by adoption, through the one sacrifice offered once for all, bestow graciously on us, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace in your church, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. 
lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For when your children were scattered afar by sin, through the blood of your Son and the power of the Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself, that a people formed as one by the unity of the Trinity, may the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit, might to the praise of your manifest wisdom, be manifest as the Church. And so in company with the choirs of angels we praise you and with joy we proclaim Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts Heaven and earth are full of your glory Hosanna in the highest Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord Hosanna in the highest You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness Make holy therefore these gifts we pray By sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall So that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will 
who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Complete within us, O Lord, we pray, the healing work of your mercy, and graciously perfect and sustain us in all that, in all things that we may, we may please you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary special help and protection. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just to remind you that the morning masses will be on uh, Wednesday and Friday uh, at 10 o'clock, so you're very welcome to join us for that. Uh, just again, you don't have to book online, but just to turn up uh, on the day, so there's a maximum of 50 and generally it's uh, under that number, so uh, so please feel free to join us and on Monday evening there'll be an hour of prayer in the church as well from 6 to 7 and there'll be the sacrament of confession at that time as well so again uh, feel free to join us in the church uh, for that as well um, hoping maybe uh, in the next few while to maybe raise the number of masses that we have each uh, weekday uh, maybe to the Monday the Wednesday and the Friday and maybe also uh, um, hopefully uh, to look at uh, maybe the vigil mass, a public vigil mass as well uh, on the Saturday evening so uh, to increase that as well so obviously just as, as time goes up, goes on uh, just as the government is doing to try and kind of uh, obviously contain uh, things but obviously as demand grows for the Sunday mass itself uh, for people coming back uh, uh, want to just accommodate that so uh, I'll let you know of that uh, over the next few weeks. It won't be the next uh, Saturday, but uh, I'll probably make an announcement next weekend about that. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.